Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hi, it's Jess. Before we begin, I want to warn you that this episode will contain discussions about suicide and mental health. Hello, I'm Jess Phillips, and welcome back to Yours Sincerely. Now, most of you might know I'm an MP in Birmingham, but what you might not know is that I've always been a prolific letter writer and know the power of putting words to paper. So in this podcast, I give my guests a chance to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love, someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. And when we've heard more about each person they'll reveal how they would sign off each letter. Ben West is an author, public speaker and mental health campaigner. In 2018, at just 17 years old, Ben's world collapsed around him when he tragically and unexpectedly lost his brother to suicide. The loss of his brother Sam, aged only 15 when he died, propelled Ben into becoming a mental health campaigner. He's committed to making real change around how we approach mental health in our society, schools and education system. This Mental Health Awareness Week, I'm excited to talk to Ben about the letters he would send to three people who mean the world to him. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are I, you? I mean, you're being very polite, Ben, because I made you wait before uh, coming up here. <laughs> it's all good, it's all good. No, it's, I was raised never to make people wait. I was raised never to be late. <laughs> My father, like, you know, he would make us leave like 17 yeah. hours in advance of something so that we wouldn't be late. That's okay. So I'm, no, I managed to get some work done, it's all good. I feel uh, I must start by apologising. So, are you much of a letter writer? I... How old are you, Ben? I'm 23. Okay, no. So, no, you, you're not on really. The, you're on the absolute <laughs> wrong side of the age. Uh, not not really, no. 23? Yeah. I wish I was 23, Ben. <laughs> I had I my know. first baby when I was 23. Really? Yeah. God, that makes me feel... Crack on. I know. Uh, no, don't. I haven't got myself sorted at that point, no. Don't, don't. Absolutely Don't not. crack on, don't bother with it. <laughs> Um, so you've never lived in uh, sort of an era of letter writing, really? Not or really. Email. Um, it's the WhatsApps and Snapchat era. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I sent like a friend or a family member like an email, that seems like a really <laughs> significant thing to do. Like, imagine if I'm like, "Happy birthday, Nan!" in an email, that would be like. You send her a card, though, presumably. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah but also, a card's like, you know, it's a card, isn't it? Everyone's yeah. grown up with cards, but with my friends and stuff, it's I, like I'm in the era of WhatsApp. Yeah, um, so Facebook's a bit old for me. I bet you though, like if I were look, to look back at the letters yeah. I sent my mates, like when we went on holiday. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we used to write letters to each other if we just went <laughs> on holiday because yeah. uh, we had no way of communicating with each other. If I look back at them, I probably would have written tops two thousand yeah. words to one friend. Really? Whereas you, it's if, probably like three emoji. <laughs> it, but you have probably written. Somebody once yeah. told me that if they counted up all my tweets, I'd written um, like War and Peace five times. <laughs> like you've probably yeah. written considerably yeah, probably, more. Actually, yeah. In to messages. your friends, yeah, in yeah, messages. But I'm, the thing is, you talk about it, and I'm I'm so jealous of that time because we talk well, you about keep like it, yeah. we talk about like like technology now and being able to, I mean, talk to my friends nonstop and you know like send messages and and there's this like 
we talk about technology now, it's been like amazing. We can like to be connected across the globe. I love the idea of not being able to talk and being able to send a postcard home. And it's so slow now. Like I'm so bad at replying to messages and I feel so bad sometimes because I've got messages and I'll go to send like a link to a friend and I'll be like, I've missed five major things, like paragraphs and stuff. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's like, I'm a, I'm a, it's, it's so bad. And I'm like, I have, there's so much jealousy when you hear you talking like About, yeah, yeah it was I'd slow love to be able to do that it would and be it so was, nice but it was just a relief much more th- well, yeah it's a relief that you didn't have to respond straight away but we didn't <laughs> yeah. we didn't know we didn't know that yeah that, that was a relief it just got but, lost in the post yeah. but um oh yeah many people have said things like <laughs> yeah. that that were not true it's like yeah. when you fake that you didn't receive an email oh, yeah. or that oh it was in my outbox yeah everybody <laughs> who's yeah. everybody who's ever said that is lying yeah exactly. um but um yeah it's um it's a Definite. What I'd say is that in modern times, and certainly with regard to some of the stuff that you talk about with regard to mental health, I remember when I was about 16, there was a piece of legislation about Sunday trading. So when I was a kid, nothing was open on a Sunday. Like maybe like the corner shop would be open for a couple of hours, but literally nothing was open on a Sunday. And I absolutely fucking hated it. And (laughs) I remember really like we were discussing it at school and being like, yeah, I can't wait. I want to be able... I would give my I would give my right arm right now to go back to having nothing open yeah. on a Sunday. Like it doesn't have to be Sunday, you know. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Your own religion applies, but like a day where you did. I mean, honestly, we would have to just walk around the block. That was literally yeah. what we did. That was all there was to oh. do because the bus would have taken if you wanted to go anywhere, like go to the park or anything. It would have taken like two hours because the bus was so slow. There's yeah. like one bus every two hours, even in Birmingham, like not like living in the sticks. And we, you just knock on your mate's door and you just yeah. meander around. And that, I think, I don't, I don't think we, you know, I feel oh. old saying it, no. but I feel like that we've lost the slow yeah. pace of things. Slow pace is exactly it. And I think in one conversation, we've sort of answered the question that everyone asks when it comes to mental health is why are we seeing so many people mm. struggling now? And it's like, well, there we go. There's the answer. Yeah. You've got your phone ping your day. You've got everything open all the time. You've got all this stuff and you're constantly constantly doing and constantly having to do things there's nothing is done slow pace now nothing it's why everyone goes on holiday and that's like that's paradise isn't it lying on a beach not doing anything is paradise yeah like that's what and that, that people still be, have their phones in their hands yeah. don't they yeah, I mean. it's like the idea of doing nothing is what everyone wants yeah. to do and it's like doesn't that tell you my exactly son what's going wrong? is grounded currently for yeah. being very naughty at school <laughs> and um he uh he's not allowed his phone he's not allowed on the computer he's only allowed to watch tv if me or his dad are also watching it with him he's um 14 and i've seen a genuine uptick in his mood yeah like a genuine really? uptick in his mood oh wow when a like, punishment becomes a, I know, I was a bit <laughs> like, treatment or something good. You need to yeah. be finding this harder. He does keep trying to negotiate it from two weeks down to one. Yeah. He's getting no truck. Um, but it's, I really feel like, I don't know, like he just converses better. And it's not, he's not particularly addicted mm. to his phone, but just his general demeanour. Yeah. Is better. Yeah. He cooked yeah. loads of biscuits at the weekend as well because there was nothing else to do. And cooked they were, biscuits. Yeah, they were delicious. Oh, yeah. Nice. Amazing peanut butter cookies. Well done, Lovely. Danny. Delicious. <laughs> um, but, um, like, you know, like I, I do think that there is something to be said about that sort of slow yes. paced, but you've never lived it. No. You've basically lived your whole life with some form of MSN messenger. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. And now, like, I, you know, I've, I've gone for, there's a, these unplugged things, are like cabins around London, you can go and stay in them. And I stayed in one, and they, they're all, like, around the fact that they've got this lockbox and you lock your phone away, and you have three days to yourself in the middle of nowhere... And it is the most oh, incredible God. thing. I've never like, heard of that. Yeah, it's like these cabins. It's got a little fire and they are oh amazing. Oh, my God, that they're sounds so lovely. lovely. But you go there and you just, you don't even realise it. But when you come out, you're a completely different person. It's a similar sort of thing. I think yeah. we don't realise how entangled we are in the the random shit complexity of life it's well, not it's even important so stuff much it's like, just like blah, just everywhere so much like yesterday because it was the Turkish elections um, I was literally like constantly like I can't speak to anybody I have to find out what's happening in the Turkish yeah. election like I could just wait till the news is <laughs> yeah. just watch it yeah. so, not going to change the outcome yeah. if I am watching up yeah. to date constant poll changes like what 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 it didn't, yeah. didn't help me didn't help me didn't just yeah. made me feel anxious about uh, this 
Turkish state. <laughs> like I haven't got enough to worry about <laughs> yeah, exactly. in my own life without worrying yeah. about the Turkish state. Yeah. It is. Everything's immediate as well. Yeah, like I have to know what's going on yeah, right now. Nothing about being a human is immediate. No. So it's the only thing we have is what we've manufactured to be immediate. We've grown up as a species having very slow progress and very... And the only immediate thing would be like a tiger attack where it's like, ah, <laughs> uh, right? That's that's what we've been Not trained. so much in Birmingham. No, South there's Birmingham, no, no tiger no tigers. Attacks. There's a few snakes around there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> around here, anyway. <laughs> but there's there's no, like, threats like that. And so when we talk about mental health and we talk about, like, the fight or flight, flight yeah. thing, you know, that's built into us from an immediate response to an immediate danger. That was what we faced that was immediate back then. We don't have tigers, but we have everything else pinging and pinging. And the same response when a phone pings is exactly the, the same, same response as a tiger. Oh my God, you, right? you're so right. And I you will think like... if you've got that every day, all day, we're on fl- fl- On a Friday, day. on a Friday, there's a thing if you're a politician, if a journalist rings you on a Friday, that means that you've done something <laughs> bad that's going to be in the Sunday newspapers, yeah. right? They always ring you on a Friday to get your comment for the Sunday newspapers. Yeah. Literally, every single time my phone rings on a Friday... I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. Yeah, it is like a tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is my tiger. Yeah. It's but horrible. We're not built to have that. It's not time. a tiger. It's just no. somebody saying, Jess, you said a stupid thing on Twitter and we're going to write about it. It's yeah. not going to kill me. Yeah. But no, our body reacts like it is. Like right? it's a tiger. Yeah. Literally, heart, my heart, everything, yeah. my adrenaline. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm, every time I'm, I'm going to go. think it's not it's a tiger. tiger. It's not a, ti- <laughs> it's not a tiger. Say, <laughs> it can't hurt me. It's not a tiger. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fine. Exactly. That's going to make me feel better. That tiger thing. <laughs> so I've asked you to think of three different people yes. you wanted to write letters to. So the first one is to somebody who means the world to you. So yeah. who would that be? That is my mum. Oh, and I know, yeah, good. I know that's somewhat like a, a bit of a cliche one, probably, but... If you love your mum. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm she... not saying people who don't pick their mums don't love their mums. <laughs> yeah, other people apply. <laughs> but no, my mum is amazing. So, obviously, you know, with my story, there's a reason I became a mental health campaigner. There's a reason I do this. And it's because in 2018, I lost my brother to suicide. Um, he was 15, I was 17. Um, that is... It was... Un... Imaginable. That is an actual tiger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is an 100%. actual tiger. It was. Uh, it was absolutely horrific. It was awful. Fifteen. Um, yeah. It was just a couple months before his GCSE or a few months before his GCSEs. Um, I was a few months away from A levels. It was. It was all absolutely awful. Um, he'd been diagnosed with clinical depression. Um, I think it was about three months before September 2017. So he was getting treatment, but it just came out of nowhere. And I'd never spoken to him about it. It was. Well, yeah, you were seven. I mean, I've got a 17 year old yeah. and a 14 year old. The yeah. idea that they would be speaking to each other about this yeah. kind of thing is right. for the. Don't, don't <laughs> uh, retrospectively yeah. kick yourself for that because yeah. I'm living that at the moment. Yeah. It'd be nice if they just acknowledged the existence of the other one in a polite manner yeah. at any point. So don't, it's don't so worry true, though, because about that. It's so many people, and I'm now obviously going through this, and I've been working in sort of mental health for five years now, and I've met so many people that have gone through the same thing. And for me, one of the worst parts of it was guilt, because especially with suicide, of there's this idea somewhere that there's a choice involved. And just before... Also a control. Yeah, Control. Right. That exactly. somebody else had some and it's control not, you know, over it's, it. It's not the case that that's how... It, well, that's not how it works, mm. but... For me, that that when you're going through that moment, that's what is mm. at the front of your mind. And anyway, the the last thing, so just before Sam went up to, and you know, that was the last time we saw him after dinner, um, we had an argument. And the last thing I'd ever said to him while he was alive was "fuck off" as he was leaving. And then the next thing I knew, my mum found him and screamed, and I was doing CPR. And for me, the weeks after that happened, I just remembered those words "fuck off" like that yeah. argument. I was like, oh my god, that's why I did it. And my brain just, I was so tired and so just full of, my brain just latched onto this thing. And I genuinely absolutely hated who I was for a long time. Anyway, that then I they started campaigning because I was desperate mm. to do something good. I was like, look, I'm a shit person. I really yeah. hate this. I can't can't keep food down. I'm just not a functioning yeah. person. I was about to do A-levels. I was like, no part of me wants to do revision now. Um, so I was like, I need something good to do. So I started campaigning for mental health, raised a bit of money for charity. I found a lot of support internally by giving back and doing something good and trying to help other people in Sam's position. And the reason I chose my mum 
someone I love. Not the fact that she birthed me and yeah. all that mad stuff that they, yeah. they can do, which is it's great. Mad. Yeah, yeah, it is absolutely Basically mad. Basically split in two. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. on, your, on your behalf. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Yeah. Apart from that is she lost her son and she is one of the most inspiring people I've ever met. Um, she, I can't... I can't imagine. She, she was his only source of support, really, for a long time. He wouldn't talk to anyone other than my mum. She took all of that on board. She was caring for him 24-7. You know, with someone that's suicidal, you never... That never leaves your mind. You're always worried. Um, And then, obviously, he died, and, and that was the most horrific way that it could have ended for her. But she's now set up this group. She's done loads. I mean, she's training mental health, I say. She's, like, awesome in the mental health world. But the thing that stands out for me and is so inspiring is she set up this group called, um, it's called Cranbrook Carers Group or something. And it's basically a peer support group for people that are caring for people with mental health conditions. So other parents that have suicidal teenagers or people going through anorexia through their child. Um, And they're people that are very easily forgotten and I just think when she talks about some of the conversations, she gets lots of people come around the house sometimes and they go and sit in the garden with a cup of tea. And I'm like, this is amazing. Mm. This is absolutely extraordinary. You've gone line. through, you know, you know, you've gone through something so awful. You owe absolutely no one nothing. Mm. You know, you owe nothing to anyone. And you've gone and put so much work into supporting other people in your position. The people that are generally forgotten about in this situation um, and giving them some sort of relief because no one understands when you're in that situation. No. When you're caring for someone with a mental health condition, like, let's not dress up. It's exhausting caring for someone with a mental Fucking health condition. Awful. It's absolutely exhausting. Mm. And there needs to be that relief. So anyway, she is an amazing lady. Um, and she's doing What's awesome What's your mum's name? Michelle. Michelle. She's an absolute legend. Michelle, my belle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, do, I mean, to come out of that alive as yeah. a mother, I, I just think, even just getting your head off a pillow every day and getting up, I'd think she was a yeah. Trojan. But, like, then, like, trying to turn that into help for other people. Because yeah. I think that one of the things that is difficult about um, caring and more exposure to mental health and stuff is that the thing that is missing is that it's really, really hard to say, I don't like living alongside somebody yeah. with a mental health problem. Like, this has an effect on me. Yeah. Like, this is difficult and I have to challenge my feelings of thinking that it's selfish, like, that, that it's about me. Yeah. That And that is really, 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 like, not enough um, is done. So I, I grew up with... My, my brother was a, a very, very serious drug addict mm-hmm. um, for most of my childhood. And actually, the stigma for my parents, it's not like if you've got a kid with cancer. If you've got a kid with severe mental health problems, you don't go into work and be like, oh, sorry, I had to go and get loot from, like, you know, the hospital again because he'd overdosed. Like, it's not the same as Mm -hmm. if, like, oh, he's got a treatment and I need to go. Like, you just can't tell anyone. You can't talk to anyone about it. And also, the very real emotions, of course you love that person, of course you do, the very real emotions of hating them a bit as well, of hating the situation and being able to say that to somebody who would understand, like, and and not judge you for feeling that way will make a world of difference. And if you haven't lived with it, then you wouldn't know. No. You wouldn't know to say, sometimes do you want to fucking just, like, (laughs) run off and never, like, basically leave your kids (laughs) and walk. You can see why people leave their kids, can't you? (laughs) No, it's so true. And, like, I think as well, when you're talking about, like, treatment here, there's this real... We've got a massive problem with treatment of mental health Well, there isn't any. Right, there's not any to start with. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. even when you do get treatment, it, I mean, I heard a story, so obviously I've got an audience, so anyone that's got a problem with mental health support, yeah. I seem to get a message about it, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I had one girl um, recently, she had severe um, social anxiety and she went through all of the hoops, jumped through all the hoops to get support and they gave her um, group therapy was her option of support. And obviously she went, well, I'm not doing that, that, right? And because she turned the support down, she wasn't um, able to access any NHS support because you're basically so rammed full of people. They're like, well, if you turn it down, we're not going to work with you, blah, blah, blah. And she didn't get any. Yeah, people say they're called treatment resistant and it's like... 
No, no, it's no. Like, not no. treatment resistant. You've offered group therapy you've for offered a social an anxiety disorder. Yeah, <laughs> it's laughable. Service. But anyway, so we've got massive problems with treatment in this country, but we've also got problems when you get treatment, it's not right. And actually when you bring families involved and you have everyone involved, because... You know, I saw an amazing advert that they're doing at the moment around dementia. And it's mm-hmm. like, if you're living with dementia, if you're, you know, a relative has dementia, you're living with dementia too. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with mental yeah. health conditions. You can't treat a mental health condition by just treating one person's brain. Yeah. You treat their entire environment, and that includes their family. And I think it was Dr. Julie, who's amazing, said it. And she said, um, to fix... If you're, if imagine a fish is in a fish mm-hmm. tank and the fish isn't healthy... You don't just treat the fish and put it back in the fish tank. If you the fish tank's the dirty, fish tank. you clean the fish tank, right? Otherwise, the same thing is going to keep happening. And in the same way, you can't just expect to keep treating things, putting people back into the same environment. You have to clean their fish tank, yeah. right? And that happens by giving their family support, making sure the family understands you what's going get on, that their if friends. You pay a shit, shit right? ton of money or have private health care. But or, at, even a, then, it's not perfect. No, but. I, I, but we see it works. The Maudsley in London that treats... Mm. Um, eating disorders they've been going on for years now and you know anorexia is one of the highest mortality rate of any mental mm-hmm. illness they've never lost a patient because yeah. they're approached to, and it, the, the, the evidence is there it works but anyway so what she's doing i think is absolutely incredible and for me personally like god talking about mental health every day is exhausting it's yeah. absolutely it's like me exhausting. And domestic abuse people are like yeah. did you watch that documentary i thought i don't no. know i didn't watch any fucking <laughs> I, this my day job leave yeah. me alone yeah. 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 i am yeah, literally yeah, yeah. just like yeah. reading rom-coms <laughs> yeah. in text but i don't read anything yeah. that is remotely about this i just read books about exactly. like you know 30-year-old <laughs> yeah. ad agency women falling in love. Like, I mean, you, you need the escape, yeah. yeah, yeah. I literally am I am as basic as a person could yeah. be in every yeah. other regard because it is exhausting. It is exhausting. And so I guess for me, like, it's nice to be reminded of what we're actually doing here. And especially when, as soon as you get into this world, you're sort of pulled in all sorts of different directions mm. by different people and you start to lose sight of where you're actually going and what yeah. the impact is. And then you go home and mum's got some woman over that's yeah. crying in her shoulder and you're like, no, yeah, that's, that's what it's, what it's about. Great. Like, that's what we're actually trying to do here. And you're reminded about what it is. So she's awesome. Go on, Michelle. Go on, Michelle. <laughs> so is that how you sign off your letter? Go on, Michelle. Go on, Michelle. <laughs> how would, what would you want to say to your mum then? Oh, what, to sign off? Yeah. So what, I mean, where do you even start, to be honest? I mean, I think I'd say something along the lines of, like, you, the impact you've had on my life is just immeasurable. I mean, not only am I here because of, <laughs> because of you, but just every single day, it's like, it's the inspiration that gets me out of bed. It really genuinely is. So, yeah, go on, Michelle. But, yeah, go on, Michelle. <laughs> it will matter. Um, you're only as happy as your saddest child. And I wish that it was... So my husband, he had a brother who was very, very ill for his whole life uh, and died, sadly. Um, But, like... And his parents would beat themselves up as if somehow they'd been responsible for it. And I I used to just wish that I could imbue them with the same level of pride in their son who Mm. who was brilliant and kind and caring and trying to do the, the best in the world. Like, why don't you parents never take the credit for that like but they will take all the blame if things go Mm. wrong and it's just like so you doing well take the credit michelle (laughs) take the credit this is a lovely lad (laughs) (laughs) yeah go go on michelle go on michelle So the next letter is to somebody who's no longer with us. So who would that be? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, I was. It's obvious for me. It's gonna yeah. be. This is gonna be Sam, right? Mm-hmm. And it ended so abruptly. My relationship with my brother. It was ended an argument, and then the next minute it was you know CPR and ambulances and and the the whole, my whole world was like what no what you thought you knew what was going on, <laughs> psych like this is mm-hmm. this is your new life. Um, and losing someone's suicide, like, every year we get the statistics around suicide released, right? And it's always released with headlines, like, oh, suicide rate's gone up or down and blah, blah, blah. And it's like 5,900, 6,200 a year. And we talk about suicide now like it's normal, like it's just accected, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be around 6,000. It's, it's Yeah, it's just like, oh, it happens. We are 
created as animals with one absolute basic philosophy, and that's that you survive no matter what. Yeah. Like, that's how animals have done... That's how mm-hmm. we've got to here. That's written into the DNA of what creates life, is this idea that you survive Survival. no matter what. Mm-hmm. We have 6,000 people in the UK alone, 800,000 around the world, buck, cho- yeah. choosing with, you know, uh, quotes, choosing to, to not survive. And we seem to just accept that that happens. I just find it completely baffling that we have so many people that are so in so much pain. Um, so, you know, Sam died and that was absolutely awful. Um, but I never really got to say goodbye. I never really got to say, I never said I loved you. Because like you said, I mean, what? What, what, what teenage pair of boy? teenage boys are doing <laughs> going to say that. But, you know, that bears on your mind. And... and you... you know that the fuck off is probably you know the the fuck off thing yeah. is totally authentic. Oh yeah, like you you don't. We'll get onto that in my yeah, next in my next letter, yeah, by the way. Yeah, don't because worry it's, about it, that. No, that's... it's not anymore. And I think that's what I would say in my letter, Sam. Is like I went through months and months and months of hating you, of hating myself, of hating my your family, my friends, the world, the government, the <laughs> school, the like the hate of everything. You There's went a lot to get around. Very, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anger, everything. I went through long periods of like extraordinary sadness. I would never have thought I could feel um, so many emotions, but now I've sort of got through all of that, and we'll go into that in my next letter. Mm. But now I've got through all of that. Like, there's this really sad thing that happened to an extraordinarily talented person um and all he really wanted before he died was for people to understand what he was going through um he actually wrote these posters that he was putting up around school and i can't remember if i found it before or after he died but it fell out of his school bag and i picked it up and it he was posting them all around school of like depression is this and this is what anxiety is and he was all anonymous. He was doing it after school when everyone had gone home because he didn't want people to know it was him. But he was so desperate for people to understand what he was going through. And so... I guess my letter to him is like, what would I want to say now? And I, before he died, I was going to uni to do engineering. I, I wanted to go into the army. And I'm like, you've completely changed my life. You've, I dropped out of uni. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not in the army. Thanks. I mean, genuinely thanks. <laughs> yeah. for that. I mean, I'm like, you've changed my life. And in that sense, like, I d- that's the most powerful thing for someone to, to give you this gift of this is your purpose. Um, like, this is what I want to do. This is uh, carrying on what he wanted, which for everyone to understand, like, that can't be understated. So... You know, I'd, I'd want to say to him, thank you so much for teaching me everything you've taught me. Um, not just about mental health and about how shit suicide is, but actually what to really care about in the world. Mm. Um, because we can get so bogged down in, like we had started this mm. with the WhatsApps and, the, and all this nonsense that we get so bogged down. And actually, there are people out there right now today that won't finish today yeah. because they're so sad. Um, there are people in sound position, very, very young, 15, you know, down to 13. There are people who are so sad. And I'm like, let's forget about this banal shit that goes on yeah. every day and really focus on what matters. So anyway, that I would say thank you for teaching me what's important um, because actually... It's a lesson. Facebook I wish you didn't important. have... Yeah, Facebook definitely <laughs> isn't important, but it is a lesson that... It's a funny one, isn't it? Because you wish you'd never had to... If oh, you yeah. could take it back, you'd yeah. like, you know, you'd be in the army now. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah, it's maybe he would have misdirected your life in a different way. Yeah. Um, anyway, such as the strength of uh, his feeling about this. Mm. Um, it is... It's just... There's just... It's just shit. There's no... I mean, there's no... It's, it's the word to use. I mean, it, it it's just the, is. Yeah, yeah. just shit. Yeah. And trying to dress it up as being anything other yeah. than total fucking shit. Yeah. It's just horrible. The relief of being able to say that on a podcast, by the way. Because yeah. some of you are like, you can't swear. And I'm like, but it uh, is just... I want it's, to, it's just shit. shit. Yeah, whenever yeah. anyone dies, I always say yeah, to yeah, them, yeah. I'm really sorry, that's really shit. Yeah. Like, that is shit. Like... Yeah. 
It's, it is. It, it's just, there's no sunlit yeah. upland. No. There's... <laughs> yeah. Because everyone says, oh, you know, it gets better with time. Like, no. No, no, It's no. always going to be this shit thing that happens. Oh, you yeah. Know? It yeah. doesn't get better with time. And actually, sometimes if it gets better, that makes you feel worse. Because it, oh. you're, like, you're like that, oh, God. Uh, and then I look forward to the walking into the wall moments. I look yeah. forward to moments oh, yeah. of grief. I'm like, because you're like, yes. I can. Yeah, I, had a really, I loved him. Because you start questioning your own yeah. relationship. Then, if you're not feeling anything, you're like, why am I, I not feeling anything? I think what's difficult when, especially when a young person does, is that they don't progress. That you know they st- they're in that time mm. forever. Like yeah. he will be fifteen. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Um, and trying to imagine or trying not to imagine what it would have been like it's yeah. a, it's just a human yeah, condition yeah, yeah. isn't it to paste like but a it, life i think that's things. what grief is though isn't it everyone says oh it gets better with time but you're like actually no it just gets better with distance mm. because you go through these periods of they just go further apart yeah it's just it's, you're just further away from it it doesn't yeah. make it any less painful because you can take yourself back to that moment yeah. and it's awful but you're just further away from it it's and, and you go through these stages and I, this is what i find hard is like you'll go through the stage quite early on of forgetting how they sound and then you'll go through the stage of forgetting how they smell yeah. and it's weird things you wouldn't even think about and then like you say they're stuck in they're stuck in when in that time that the, when he's 15 and that's, how they sound is horrendous isn't it isn't it? it that's horrendous. something you wouldn't even think about. And you have no. videos and you're like, God, that's how they sound. Sounded, yeah. And you don't even remember it. My mum has been dead for 12 years and her voice is still on the answer machine at my really? mum and dad's house. And I am always delighted. Yeah. I'm like that. Oh, it's all right. She's there yeah. still. And I swear to God, I'm the only person who rings that, that <laughs> the line line. So old yeah. school. But yeah, to me, it's like a wave where at the beginning, it's like really, really, really close. And then just over time, it doesn't... The ups and downs are as bad. Yeah. They're just further apart, yeah. that's all. But um, it's that's just grief. But, yeah, for for your mum... Yeah. Like, and you, you know, there's no, that's, you just never... No. You, you, you can't, I mean, you it's, can't yeah. get over it. There's no yeah. getting over it. No. That's well, it. I think there's... there's Living like a, with it. Yeah, there's yeah. like a handful of things in life that, firstly, you remember the date of. Right, because yeah. I'm terrible with dates. Remember my birthday, I'm going to remember that day um, that Sam died. Yeah. And there's like, there's a handful of moments in life where you describe life as being before or after that happened. And that for me is like the moment of my life that I'd use as a, like a marker of that. And that's how significant it was. It was just absolutely awful. So it's like, this either happened before Sam died or after Sam yeah. died. Like that was how big it was. Um, but it absolutely was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Not nice, and that, that it does anger me sometimes. How the how we talk about suicide is just like, oh yeah, that's ha- it's happening again. It's, or when it's like, oh, it's only five thousand five hundred this year. I know, Amazing. Yeah. It like, didn't like that whole thing sorry, about how it didn't go up in the um, in, in the uh, lockdown. In lockdown, yeah, like people oh were like, oh, it's like that. Well, I mean, sorry, one hundred and sixty a week. Like, I know, yeah, like, I was a bit like, um, I don't know that this is worth a ticker tape parade. No, but um, it was um, what it's one of the reasons why I started reading out the lists of the women's names who were murdered mm. by um, their husbands or, or yeah. ex-partners, etc., um, was because I got so sick of people just repeating the statistic at me, two women were killed a week. I'm, I'm like that. Stop just saying yeah. it like they're... Like, it's just It's normal. like, oh, poli- like I said, it's like a fig leaf. Policymakers yeah. can just come up with a fig leaf like, of like, oh, here's... Oh, we all know. And it's just like, yeah. okay, well, what, should we crack on with doing something about that yeah. then? How's about some yeah. action? Uh, but also, just, you just set the, the line in the sand then when it's just like... That's what you need to get lower then. If it's less than that baseline, so if it's suicide, if it's less than 6,000, everyone's like, oh, it's dropped. Amazing, we must have done something well. But I'm like, no, no. 5,500 whatever people have died. Let's not say we've had this massive success, mm. which in lockdown was exactly it. Like, we had this whole thing of like, it didn't increase. It's like, okay. <laughs> we're like, Brilliant. we're like celebrating. Yeah. Loads gets missed and in women um, taking their lives by yeah. suicide or attempting to take their lives by suicide, the data is well dodgy, oh, um, yeah. completely, yeah. Um, and because they're less likely to succeed, yeah. there's a consideration that it's less of a problem, and I'm yeah. like, that. oh, my God, just anybody considering taking their own yeah. life, let's yeah. just crack on with trying to help them all. I know, I know, and it's ridiculous, isn't it? You look at these massive figures for self-harm and you're like, Oh, but it's, a lot of people go, oh, it's only self-harm. And you have this massive translation between like, I don't know, I've, this is a made-up figure, but it's somewhere around here, like hundreds of thousands of referrals for self-harm to hospital every year. And you're like, oh, that's terrible.
global, but only only five thousand suicides. You're like, that's a tiny amount of percentage. And some people be like, that's great. And you're like, no, no. That's, that's hundreds of thousands of people that are literally injuring themselves to get out of feeling what they're feeling. And then five thousand people actually going to the you know to and the it's extreme. Not just that. those people, like your mother. Oh yeah. It, the yeah. effect on like you know your child yeah. wanting to harm themselves. Mm will drive you oh, I know. And totally it, mad. It's shocking. I mean, I'm I, trying yeah. to... And then yeah. you enter into this terrible situation of shammy arms, shammy legs, shammy... Like, yeah. it is just like... And then you're the problem and, yeah. and people and parents not having any guidance no. on the right way to talk about these things. No, like, absolutely. I've spent years working with very, very traumatised people and so I feel, like, uniquely adapted in this particular yeah. environment. But the vast majority of of parents will... It, you become, like, master and commander and yeah. take control and actually the thing that they don't feel is control. Yeah. They need more yeah. control. Yeah. And it's... Oh, it's yeah. like a horrible situation, a yeah. horrible thing. I know. It, so it, yeah. much more needs to be done. So much so more. So much more. But then it's, I mean, we get into that subject, like it's just across the board with mental health. It's just every single, you have a conversation with someone, I'm going, to, I'm in Parliament tomorrow about universities. I've got, universities is one thing. Then you've got another, I've got another meeting about schools. And then mm. you've got like, I mean, I've got, talking to a psychotherapist recently that said, I was asked the question of like, um, what's your youngest person that's come to you? self-harming it was three years old you know it's like oh we've got to have conversations about preschools and nurseries being trained in this stuff now we've got uh, workplaces we've got just every you sit there in meetings and you're just like what's doing well um and obviously there are things that are going well like we've got amazing yeah. you know certain projects amazing charities that are doing awesome, I know, but it's, awesome it's stuff. all but Project just... and pilot based, mm. and there is some brilliant. There is absolute. Yeah. I mean, there's some amazing people working in this field, but until there is a standard, you're always going to get some element of a service not fitting for everybody. Yeah. But actually, let's try and make services for children and then adults who've suffered yeah. a trauma, like a sexual assault. Like, let's talk about their trauma rather than mm. just the outcome yeah. of it. Um, let's make sure that there is appropriate services for men to be able to talk. Yeah. Let's make sure that there's appropriate services for women to be able to talk with just other women. Yeah. Like your group therapy thing. It's just, but instead we've gone, oh, well, this is six sessions of this. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, God, I understand there's a resource problem, yeah. but the idea that everybody can just get over clinical depression with six, six sessions, sessions. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, that's not like, you would never, you would never do that with somebody's like, you know, cancer. No, you would, you'd go, six chemos and yeah, then we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we're, 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 well, that's, we're not it. Oh, that's gonna, your that's job. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, we also what we don't do. I was say with like domestic abuse versus like diabetes. We don't say to people with diabetes what we're going to do is we're going to wait till you're absolutely at the point of yeah, death, and then we're going to give you the treatment, and we're going to risk assess you, and then fifty percent of you at the point of death are going to get the treatment. Yeah. Imagine if we did that with diabetes. Oh. Just say we've only got, for today we've only yeah. got enough meds for these people oh not God, to die of diabetes. Can I just say the relief of having this conversation, <laughs> being able to rant? Because, like, every podcast you go on, you're like, oh, mental health, it's good to talk and all this stuff. But actually, let's fuck the talking, talking for a second. Yeah, talking is They're a fucking a, fig leaf. If you speak to people, everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Everyone knows about mental health. Everyone's talking. But you've got people going to their doctor, being told, turned away because they haven't got evidence of a suicide attempt. I heard a story the other what day. What are you meant to do, film it? It's honestly, if you go to the GP at the moment, some NHS trust, you've got, you have to provide evidence that you've had a previous suicide attempt because they won't treat you unless you've already tried to take your own life. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Like, you're not, you don't, it's like having a patient with a suspected cancer come into your GP surgery and have a, you know, a golf ball sized tumour. And, and you'll be going, like, oh, it's a bit have small. You had a, have you had another cancer? Yeah. Can you prove you've had yeah. another cancer? Because we only worry on the oh, second it's cancer. Only if you have history. Or that's a bit small. Come back when it's a bit bigger, right? Because that's what we're doing, really. Yeah, it's maddening. Yeah. You can rant here all day oh, long. Oh, it is. Um, so, uh, how would you sign off the letter to your lovely To brother, Sam, Sam, I would say... Oh, I don't know. I mean, where do you even sign it off? That's. I guess how I'd sign it off is how I wish I'd signed off, you know, his life, which is... Um, thank you for everything you've taught me and, and I love you because I do you know and you don't say it enough as men and we don't say mm. it enough as kids but you do have that feeling and, and I do genuinely have a massive love for all my family but 
particularly Sam. So I'd sign off that. Sometimes when I love somebody the way that I tell them I love them is to tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Just to make you feel better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, to my husband on a near daily, yeah. but and my children, oh, yeah. near daily basis. We'll be back for the final letter after a short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Your final letter is yeah. to somebody who's had an effect on your life but wouldn't necessarily know it. Yeah, and this is a difficult one because she does know she's had an effect on my life, but I don't think to the extent she realised it. It's actually my counsellor. Um, so we talked about this idea that I've had um, like this massive guilt issue. Uh, and I, I started campaigning, obviously. Once you start campaigning, everyone's like, oh, he's over it, he's fixed, right? So I go on <laughs> podcasts and people would be like, oh, you know, well done for getting through it. You're doing such a good job. And I was, I'd sit there and in my head, I'm like, I'm like, you have no idea. Like, Or they'll ask me, like, how did you cope? And I go through all these, like, oh, I sleep eight hours a day and all this random, you know, whatever oh, you can weird think of. Questions, yeah. questions you have to answer. Yeah. Have you thought of taking your own life oh, yeah, in the last five days? Yeah, it's just right. sort of like, like, on a scale of one to five, I'm not sure what the scale is. <laughs> it's a weird scale. <laughs> yeah. So you go through all these questions, you're like, actually, you know, I'm lying here. And I, uh, the, this... Councillor Lucy um, got in touch and offered me sessions and started picking through it. And it got into the point of the fuck off and mm. having that argument. And I sort of, for the fir- first time ever, I was like, actually, that like it's still on my mind. I am convinced that was what he was thinking of. Um, I, when he was dying, I, that was, I was like, spent a long time absolutely convinced that, you know, that was the reason everything fell apart that night. It, to the point where, like, people come round to the house crying and I would, genuinely feel such shame because I was like caused them pain as well it was awful it was really awful but anyway I sort of went through the whole ramble with her and then she was the first person that ever really said you do realize that's normal right that, that's not your fault and I don't know it was, it's such a simple thing to say but it had like just the most profound impact it was just like I just there was this moment I was like Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's just not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Yeah, and people don't imagine. Yeah. If everybody took their life because somebody told them to fuck right. off, there would be nobody left. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it was just the first person that told me, and I was like, the relief from that. Rationale is not present. With no, no, definitely and, not. And but you still need someone to yeah. feed it through. But anyway, so that was one of the things she did for me. But then also... We'd not taught anything about mental health. Uh, we're not. We have no idea. We've got this thing up here that controls everything we do, but we have no idea what it does and how it works. Or how to look after it. Exactly. No one tells right. you, no one you like, tells how you. to look after it. Everyone's pulling in all these directions, but no one tells you how to look after it. But mm. So she, for me, she's my counsellor, but she's my teacher. And she's taught me so much just about how my brain works with the world mm-hmm. and it's something i think everyone should get i mean it's one of my biggest things is education for everyone. like 
counselling is counselling, but actually what you learn in counselling needs to be talked to everyone about you know, how the brain interacts with the world, the tiger analogy, right? Yeah, the fact yeah, that yeah, yeah. your smartphone's not a tiger, better. right? Yeah. It's going to make me feel All better. of this sort of stuff, but also just just really understanding why, you know, road rage is a great example, right? Everyone's lost at a driver for pulling out on them or just like shouting their car and had a, right, exactly. I am literally the person I campaign against when I'm behind <laughs> yeah. the wheel. But there's this massive outburst of energy and outburst of anger. And sometimes you'll have that and then you'll be like, oh, why did I do that? Or why did I say that? And then there's guilt. And it, you can feel really bad about it and then you sort of pass on. But actually, when you understand it, you're like, I've had a really long day. The driver was a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. Pulled out on me, right? 100%. They were all arseholes in my <laughs> oh, Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and then you start to understand that actually you getting angry at this person or road rage, it might be a relative or something. Everyone's lost it. A relative, I lost it, a relative. Mm-hmm. When you understand you've had a long day, they have been genuinely annoying, you can start to understand how your brain's just gone off the edge, right? Um, and I think, you know, the, the what she's taught me about my brain is just absolutely amazing and it just gives me so much relief. And I think we've spoken about it at the start. Mm. There's this idea that you have to be busy all the time now. Mm. And like busy means important and all this like know, which yeah. is not Act true. Busy, yeah. Right? And we're being pulled in all these directions and, and actually I think we live in a world where if you're not busy, you have this real deep feeling of what am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm not important. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing... So I went through stages of like, <laughs> I don't know, watching Netflix and being like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm wasting my time. Like, I'm wasting all of this. Oh, my friend, um, lean into that. Right. I've and, totally learnt just to literally give in. Yeah, but also like, it's not unproductive to take time out. And, and so I had this real bad productivity thing it. where I was like, you have to be productive all the time. And I don't know where that's my upbringing and like where I've lived and all this stuff. My but dad like, used to say being bored was bourgeois. Nice. It's <laughs> like that. Being Love bored that. is for the upper classes, yeah. basically. Don't tell me you're bored. It's very bourgeois. Yeah. You have to work. And then all that does is create this idea that if you're not working, oh, I'm missing out on something, I'm not doing something. But anyway, she's, I mean, that's just two examples of a whole host of stuff that's just completely changed the way I deal with myself and my internal conversation because it always used to be, and I think a lot of people can probably relate to it, it's like if something goes wrong, it's always really attacking Um attacking in your head and you're like he's like so I mean if I think if people's internal conversations were public we'd be so embarrassed by what we were saying to ourselves because it's awful some of the stuff we say we're so horrible to we ourselves are awful. I mean if anyone said to me yeah the kind of thing that I yeah. say to myself you'd be I would, road raging <laughs> well I would I would definitely have had them put in prison <laughs> Yeah. I would it's have awful. done them for harassment. Exactly. And they would now be serving a lengthy prison yeah. sentence. Like Absolutely. you know, I had somebody send me like 160 emails in one hour and that that's got nothing on me. Yeah. I could like <laughs> oh, he's yeah. in prison. Yeah. Like, you know, Always nothing on me. I mean I can do a thousand yeah. in an hour of why why I'm an awful human yeah. being. All the time. What is wrong? And everyone with this? has that thing and you're like until you understand what you're saying and you can actually listen to that voice. And that sounds really like, oh, listen to the voice. But actually, it's like, yeah, genuinely, yeah. like, listen to it. It's not like hear yourself. You've been go, on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> listen to it sometimes. Just go, what on earth am I saying to myself? Just give yourself a break. But it takes a lot to actually get yeah, to that point. But don't... anyway, she's been absolutely amazing. And she also did it all for free. She was, it was just wow. like, heard my story and she was like, you need counselling. <laughs> Which I don't know was like offensive or not, but <laughs> you need counselling. But no. And also, we talk about counselling as like this this really bad thing and like you know you spoke about parents being it's like their fault for having a problem kid well sometimes when you're in counseling there's this idea that oh something oh dear that's yeah Yeah. something's happened when actually i every week we joke about it all the time we have a great relationship i'd like it feels like i'm getting a massage of my brain like you come away feeling so light and everything and i genuinely think everyone should have access to it because it's yeah so good but also everyone thinks counseling is for people that have problems, I guarantee, I absolutely guarantee, if everyone in the country got access to a counsellor they got on with and had one hour, yeah, no one would sit through that hour in silence. No one would have a quiet hour. No, everyone, everyone's every got a thing single to say, person they? in this world has something to fill that hour get, with that they wouldn't want to talk to other people chest. about. Right? Yeah. And we have this opinion of therapy and counselling like, oh, got something wrong. And you go to these sessions and you have this person where you can talk about anything in the world. Well, so it's breached it's into slightly like in America. 
Yes. Everybody else, everybody's got a, a yeah. therapist. And so it's breached slightly into like the idea that it's self-indulgent. Yeah. So either one, like you're either like you're broken or, or you're, you're being self-indulgent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both is stupid. It's like yeah. saying going for a run is self-indulgent. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's actually quite punishing. <laughs> uh, but oh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But anything to do with our heads, we have to castigate. Yeah. So how would you sign off your letter to your... Uh, oh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I can't imagine Don't any... Don't leave me. I can't do it without you. Um, probably. <laughs> um, how would I sign it off? The thing is, the, ima- the thought of writing an actual letter to her is a bit strange. But then that you've told her your whole life. And got- yeah, and I'm like, oh, here's a letter. Um, probably the same as a see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign. Yeah. See you next week for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, please. Um, well, Ben, it has been a total pleasure to talk to you and lovely to rant. And I yeah. think that we all want everybody to feel more, better off talking about mental health, but it can't just be a cover up for actual yeah. real services being available to people. We can't rest on the laurels of everybody being better at talking about it. Definitely. We have to make it actually better. So There we go. I'll join you in that fight, my friend. Mic drop. <laughs> I know I felt like uh, Jerry Springer then. God rest him. Be kind. What, was it, what did he used to say? Look after... I literally... Why can't I think what he used to say? He used to say, like, take care of yourself and each other or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. End. That's a good... That's yeah, a good yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Yours Sincerely with Jess Phillips. If you are struggling with your mental health and need support, you can visit www.samaritans.org or call them for free at 116123 for information, advice and someone to talk to. These will be linked in the show notes. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. But in the meantime, check us out on socials at Jess Phillips Pod. That's also where you can get in touch with the show. If you've enjoyed this conversation and want to hear more, please follow Yours Sincerely and give us a rating on this app or wherever you get your podcasts. Goodbye. This has been an Audio Always original. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.